It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I guess she is. Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm just so happy. I'm not in charge tonight. This is Anointed Wave Ministries. But I just wanted everybody to know that I think of them so much. And I am so excited to be on tonight. And now we're going to turn it into the hands of the Marlies. God bless you. Thank you so much, our precious apostle, Mother Reva. We we just adore and we love you, and we pray that you get stronger every day. Well, Thank just to share just a, a little bit, this is right off the uh, stove, as you would say, or right out of the oven, because Elder Frederick had a message today. He's been working on it, and about two days ago, the Lord changed it. And how many of you know... <laughs> Sometimes he does that. He changes directions. And so Elder Frederick was obedient, and he sat and he waited upon the Lord, and I believe the word that he is going to bring forth tonight is much needed probably for all of us. And and we know there's some surprises here, because we really never know the direction how the Holy Spirit might take it. But I'm very pleased and happy to announce my better half, Elder Frederick. He is going to open us and bless us with his musical gift, a song and prayer. And if you could, um, Apostle Mother Rita, would you be able to open in prayer? Sure, sure, no problem. We would be so honored. And we just ask everybody this evening to just open your heart and just receive what God would have you to receive. You want me to pray first? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And bless the Lord with an honor. Heavenly Father, we do thank you right now, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us, Lord. Yes. Lord, through all the sickness and our friends and everybody's complaining of this bug going around, but Lord, you know all about it, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, for the opportunity this evening to be on the line. And Lord, we ask that you bless those that have came and those that want want to be here but can't. We just ask you that you just bless, continue to bless the Marleys, Lord. Lift them up so high tonight that they receive nothing but the word from heaven, Lord. And then it trickle down on us, God, that we can receive it too, God. We're looking for a blessing tonight. You bless us every day, every night, Lord. You're always blessing us. But I just feel there's something special in our blessing this evening, Lord. And as we await on it, Lord, we ask that you cover this line with your blood. Mm-hmm. Cover it with your blood, God. Cover it with your blood, Lord. And we just thank you. And remember those in the chat room that can't speak, but they let them know that we feel their spirit, Lord, and we just ask your hand of mercy on us all. This yes. and everything we do pray in your mighty name. Yes. Amen. 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 
Thank you. Thank you so much. This is our precious Mother Reva. We just love her to yeah. Jesus. Okay. And so now, Elder Frederick, would you bless us with your song tonight and your teaching? Okay. Uh, well, you heard this one before, but it's only but a goodie. <laughs> like us, huh? <laughs> What's I what's I use that over there, honey? <laughs> yeah. Moved with compassion, he freed the oppressed. His heart full of caring, he gave the weary rest. He lifted the fallen, strengthened the weak. Lives changed completely when Jesus did speak. God's love reaches out to each one. With love and compassion, his watchful eye sees your tears that are falling, your heart that now pleads, he'll give you life abundant, just ask and receive a woman with great longing to be well again touch the hem of his garment and suddenly then a miracle her life was restored. She was peaceful and happy, made well by the Lord. God's love reaches out to each one in need with love and compassion his watchful eye sees your tears that are falling your heart that now pleads he'll give you life abundant just ask and receive he'll give you life abundant just ask and receive amen bless the lord <laughs> i'll give you a little little ditty uh, on on that song i used to uh, First couple times I I heard the, I heard the song and then I I sang it a couple times and I thought 
you know, and, and the, the word says she was peaceful and happy. I thought, huh? And it says in it says in the word that she was afraid. I thought, huh? How's that work? Well, she was when she got healed. All right, she knew in her body she was. It says she was healed of that plague. Don't you know that after having spent all her money and she was a loner and she was unclean for all these years, she was probably, wow, appealed. Why was she afraid? Well, (laughs) all of a sudden, reality set in. She, being an unclean woman, was not supposed to be out there in a crowd. She, she, I don't know if she could have been stoned or not, but she wasn't supposed to be out there because the law said, no, you know, she's not to touch anyone. No one's supposed to touch her. Anyone that touched her or anything she sat on or the bed that she laid on would be unclean. And so she wasn't supposed to be out there. So all of a sudden she thought, oh, no, I've been caught you know, so Jesus looked around and says, who touched me? Well, all of a sudden she's there, oh, no, I'm, but she, you know, Jesus would not be uh, turned aside from, you know, he kept saying, who touched me? Someone has touched me, for I perceive virtues going out of me. And finally she, she came forward and fessed up, and he said, daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Okay, so the law was cast aside at that point. But I just, no, I just thought it tossed you. Though. I thought, she she wasn't peaceful. Yes, she was. She was peaceful and happy, and then the law the, that she was supposed, that she was not fulfilling, just got a hold of her, and she was afraid. But then the Lord gave her her peace back and said, go in peace. He's so good. Well, <laughs> that's just that's just a little ditty. You can toss that in the circular file if you wish. You know, that's all right. Wait, oh my. I'm going to talk about fruitfulness tonight. I'm going to read, well, I always read scriptures here. Our, <clears throat> our life must be based in the word. And, you know, <laughs> to be scriptural, we must have scriptures. And we must be obeying them. John chapter 15 verses, I'm going to read verses 1 through 8. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. 
and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. That don't sound good. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. Now in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, the word says, tells us, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Now, we're not going to address in specific any of the fruit of the Spirit, which uh, <laughs> we could talk the rest of the evening about each one of them and you know what they are and what they do and how they are. <clears throat> but we're just going to address fruitfulness in general because it's something we should seek. Our Lord desires us. Now, our Lord compares himself to the vine. Okay, that is the root system which supplies all nourishment to the entire plant and the main trunk out of which the branches grow that in turn produce the fruit. He compares us to the branches which produce the luscious fruit. It's fairly easy to see the parallels that the Lord has drawn here, okay, which he does. For he does indeed supply nourishment and life to all of his children, that is, us, who are his body here on earth. <laughs> yeah. It says in 1 Corinthians twelve twenty seven. Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. Okay, we, that's present tense, we are his body. Now, he, 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 when he was talking to the Israelites, you know, that was an agrarian, you know, they were all farm, you know, farmers and farmer-based. So when he talked about a vine, he's talking about a grapevine. Everybody knew about grapevines. Now, to the, these days, we don't know about grapevines so much. You know, we go we get a, go to Walmart or the shop, you know, you know, the grocery store, or whatever, and we pick up a bunch of grapes, and we don't really know a whole lot of where they came from or how they grew. But <clears throat> I'm not a specialist on grapevines, but I know a little bit. I mean, things I've heard, I'll help you out here. It says, um, in... Verse 2, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. All right, he removes it. Because if it's not bearing fruit, all right, it's a drag on the vine. 
and it's just taking up nourishment, and it's not doing anything. Now, and every branch that bears fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Why do you do that? Well, um, as I have been told, the uh, grape, a good healthy grapevine is a very aggressive grower. That vine will grow and grow and grow, and it will. You have just a little. I guess in the in the fall time, they cut it back to pretty much a stump. There's not a whole lot left, and you think, why in the world they destroyed that grapevine? No, they didn't. When the springtime comes, that thing will shoot up branches quicker than you can tell. And it will grow and grow and grow. But if you let it grow too much, which it will do, then it's putting forth all its energy and all the nourishment into growing vine, and you're not going to get very much harvest in grapes. So you need to prune back some of the vines. So it's he, he says, if a branch that bears fruit he purges it. So he cuts back that branch a little bit so that more of the nourishment will go into the grapes. So you get better, more grapes and sweeter grapes. And if there's a branch just running out there and it's not doing anything, it's just a load on the vine. He just cuts that off. Now, you say that sounds harsh. Well, um, our father desires fruit. Okay, we are to be fruitful Christians. Now, Galatians chapter 5 describes the main, the the type of fruit he's looking for. Okay, we we will talk about that a little bit more in, in coming up here. Now think about this. We are, we are his body, okay, you know, and the scripture says he is the head, and we are the body, he is in heaven, you know, remember Jesus said, I am the light of the world, but then he added, while I am in the world, okay, later on he says to his disciples, ye are the light of the world, he changes that, because he knew that he would be leaving the world, but that his light and his love and all that he wanted to do was going to happen through those people into which he invested all that time and gave them all that word. Okay, then they became the light of the world. Christ in you, the hope of glory, according to the scriptures. <laughs> We are his body. We are. That's present tense. They think, whoa. Well, all right. And you say, that's, I didn't think about that. Well, it's what we are, folks. That's what we are. We are the body of Christ. You know, I, I, I think I heard it through my pastor one time, the first time I heard it. He said, you may be the only Christ some people ever see. And what do you think about that? You know, Paul Paul wrote, we are epistles written 
you know, written with Pentagon, read of all men. Okay, we're supposed we're supposed to be a love letter from God, read by the world. Well, what are they reading? What do they see? We are his body. Now think about your own body. <laughs> Would you want it walking around doing its own thing, maybe causing trouble or maybe rolling around in mud or dirt? <laughs> Yuck. Do you think that the Lord feels any differently toward his body than you do toward yours? Now, I'm not just speaking of staying physically clean, but doing what he wants of us. See, he has plans, good plans. Good pl- he has good plans. This is, this is hard to imagine, but this is our God. He has plans for every person on the face of the earth, good plans. Because he died for everyone. He bore everyone's sin. So every person ever born has the opportunity, has the potential to be born again and to enter into the kingdom of God and operate in the kingdom of heaven on earth. The kingdom of God on earth. The kingdom of heaven is heaven. The kingdom of God on earth and be part of his plan. Now, of course, not everyone will, but everyone can. Everyone has that possibility. Now, we who have part, been become partakers of the covenant of life, we are in his in his kingdom. And we are, we are his children. When we say, yes, Lord, we become part of his body. We think, well, I didn't sign up for that. Well, uh, actually, you did. You may not have known it at the time, but you did. You know, it's just like I, I didn't know when I when I got saved what all I was. Pretty much I had no idea. But, you know, that's not a scary thing. You know, he doesn't require everything of us. See, here is here you see the grace of God manifest because there's so much of his word that we spend years and years and years and finally you, you, you look at a scripture one day and think, oh, I've never done that. I can't believe. And you have to repent. The Lord says, it's okay. And his, you, you see his grace manifest for you. He loves you that much that even though you didn't know that part of the word that you weren't keeping, he didn't hold it against you because he loves you. He loves me. He he loves Elder Manna. He does. He's a good God. Now, he wants, okay, we talked about the plans he has for this earth, all right? You know, Jesus said, you know, he said in in the Lord's Prayer, he said to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. All right, we're to pray that, we're to seek that, and to cooperate with that, to bringing to pass on this earth his will. Now, you say, oh, I don't know all the will of God. Well, Undoubtedly, but 
you can do what you can do, if nothing else, you can just walk in the spirit and manifest the fruit that is within you. If you're if you're joyful, then just be happy, be pleasant. Now, sometimes pleasantness is hard to come by for the everybody's sick and the kids are screaming and you know, this and that and the other thing. Um, <laughs> you know that's. That can be a trial. But he is there. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. You think, oh, you don't know what I'm going through. Yes, he does. He knows what you're going through. He says, I will never leave you or forsake you. He is there for us always. He loves us. He is, it's, hard to, it's hard to comprehend the love of God because... Sometimes it seems so different, like he doesn't really know what we're doing here on earth because he, well, he's God. Well, he is, but he walked as a man, and he knows all about tired. Uh, Jesus Carpenter, he had splinters. He knows about splinters and pain. He knows about achy muscles and tired fingers and this and that. He's been here. He walked in the flesh. He knows what we're going through. And, but he's here to help. He's always here to help us. But we have to reach out. Just ask. It says ask and receive. Ask that you may receive, that your joy may be full. Now, as I said, he wants to accomplish those plans through his children. Now, he can accomplish plans. Sometimes he has to do it through the heathen. Well, if he works through the heathen, you know, people that don't even believe in him or you know, sometimes don't even want anything to do with him, all right, he's going to bless those people because they did his will. Well, he would rather bless his children. That's why he seeks to work through his children to bless them. Think, you know, think of it. We want to bless our own kids. And so, when possible, we're, we'll, we'll work with our kids. And, hey, go do this, you know. And, you, and they do that, and okay. And so you maybe give them a few bucks or, or just show them a little favor, whatever. God, you know, where do we get that from? We're made in his image. <laughs> you know, if we have to, we'll do, well, you know, whatever. Now. There's also another aspect to consider, which is what Ephesians 2.10 talks of. We are his peculiar treasure. Okay, peculiar, not weird. Okay, we're not supposed to be weird, but we're peculiar. In other words, particular. Of all the people on the face of the earth, we are his treasure. His eye is on us. We are his which he is personally invested in. Okay, think about it. He died for us. And we took hold of his covenant. Okay, we are washed by his by his blood. We have completed that covenant. So we are special. Above all the people on the face of the earth, we are special to him. And he is watching over us carefully. And he, you know, is desiring to bring us unto 
perfection. Oh, there's another scary word, perfection. But, just as scripture says, he'll bring us to perfection, glory to glory. Just like he teaches us, line upon line, precept upon precept. You know, he brings us up. He knows us. But, most of all, he loves us. He loves us. Personally. Now, this is a cooperative working. And he will not force you, just as he didn't force you to get saved, he will not force you to grow in him. Now, it's good for you, of course. And if you're thinking, I don't want to grow, well, yeah, he'll try to talk into it. <laughs> because he wants you to grow, just like you want you want your kids to grow and get better. And you know, So, you know, where do we get that? From him. He wants his children to grow. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God which worketh within you to will and to do of his good pleasure. What does that mean? Well, he will work within you to will. In other words, he, you know, if, if he wants you to accomplish something or to do something, he'll work in your mind to make you predisposed to want to do that. Okay? And so if you say, okay, Lord, I'll do that. Maybe somebody who's sick, maybe you thought about making them, make them some chicken soup. Think, oh, that's a lot of trouble. But, ah, she's sick, so oh, I'll work. I'll do, I'll, I can do Okay, Lord, I'll do that. And he'll help you accomplish that. He will make it go well. He says he'll prosper all that you put your hands unto. So he works within you to will and to do of his good pleasure. So you take them chicken soup and you say, oh, thank you, I was so hungry. for." And then they get better and, well, you know, thing you know, they show up at church. They've never been, they never darkened the door of a church in their life. Well, they remember this good work that you did. And they say, well, I didn't know you cared about me. Well, you know, God bless you, you know. And this goes, this is a good works that he wants us to walk in. Good works from our heart. Now, if you say no, I don't want to do that. And you can. You can say no. Okay, he's not going to lay on you and make your life miserable until you give in. Although, <laughs> you'll make your, make your own life miserable all by yourself. Okay, he loves you. He loves you personally. He wants you to love him in return from your heart. From your heart. So, okay. Maybe you're thinking, well, I thought we were talking about fruit. Well, we are. We're just taking the long way here, building, building a foundation, of course, you know, so you can see where we're coming. You see, fruitfulness, fruitfulness starts inside of us, in our heart. As we become more like him, growing unto perfection, you know, we talked of, and growing in perfection, we're speaking of spiritual growth, alignment or realignment in our heart to his word, 
must be to his word, then bearing fruit will become a natural occurrence. Okay, it, it will, you know, just like when the grapevine grows, you know, in due time, the, the grapes just come out. They just come out. You know, you don't have to go out there and talk to them and coax them and show them pictures of grapes, you know, that were on a magazine. It just happened. Now, remember that your life will flow in the directions of what is in your heart. Remember Proverbs 4.23, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life, the issues, that is, the direction your life is going to take is coming out of your heart. This is why our Lord wants us to be conformed to him, to his image. Okay, first, it pleases him personally. All right, he likes it when he sees his children desiring to be like him. Second, our lives will be blessed which will be a source of pleasure and satisfaction to us as well as our friends and family. Okay, when, when you're fruitful, when you're walking in the fruit of the Spirit, you're pleasant to be around. Third, we will glorify him, which will bring more blessing into our lives and souls. It's sort of, sort of a snowball effect in that goodness in us begets blessing. More blessing begets more goodness. And on and on it goes. You see, it's kind of a, a snowballing, a building thing. All right, now the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5 are worthy of study. I never saw this before, just when I was writing this up, the Lord just These are the attributes of our Heavenly Father. I mean, you know, the fruit of the Spirit is, you know, the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. Those are his attributes. That's what he's like. So when we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, we're talking about the Lord, the Lord himself and what he is like. And he deals with us according to that. Think, huh? (laughs) Okay, think about this. If we did something wrong, which we do fairly often, and the Lord yelled, I told thee three times not to do that, I'm not telling you again. Boom! None of us would make it. But he's patient. He's loving and kind. Why? Why, 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 why? (laughs) I don't know. I guess he just loves us and really wants to see us make it. He is patient. You know, there was a thing, you think about it, the thief on the cross. How how old was he? 30-something, maybe 25, 30 years old. There he is at the end of his life until he finally accepted the Lord. We'll we'll meet him in heaven. All that time, you hear about people that they've gone decades and decades, and at the end of their life, they repent. Well, better late than never, but still, he waited all that time for them to come in. How patient he is, and yet how loving he will receive them. He desires to see us do well in this life, according to his word. And all that is done in this life has eternal ramifications, or um, you could say consequences. Now, the consequences can be good, too. Don't forget that. 
There's a Revelation 14, 13, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. Yeah, he's keeping track. He's, he is writing books. You know, you read in Revelations, the books were open. They were judged out of those things that were written in the books. That's the saved and the unsaved both. In John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35, Jesus said this, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye love one another. That's a lot of love. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. Now, in 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, the word says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. He is love. When you think about the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, meekness, gentleness, etc., it doesn't look like a list of attributes or traits that will make you noticed, does it? <laughs> okay, you have to be, be honest. <clears throat> See, it's easy, it's easy to overlook love isn't it? If someone's patient and kind, they very often get get taken for granted. Uh, now, have have we ever taken the Lord for granted? <laughs> really? Tell you what, I'll help you out here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, me too. Yes, Stephen. Yeah. We do, because he's so patient, he's kind, he's always there for us. You know, and we can we can get to just, oh, he's there, you know, and you go on about your business. No, he's always there. Yes, yes, you, you, if you're walking in the fruit of the Spirit, people will probably take you for granted, overlook you. Does that bother you? But he, hey, going back to the Lord, he keeps on loving us because it's what he is. He is love. And he does love us. Now, you may not get the world's attention. In fact, you're almost guaranteed not to. But when you, but you'll get the Father's attention. When you seek his face and labor do be conformed to his image, and become a display counter, so to speak, full of the fruit of the Spirit. He will notice. Yes, your flesh will fight you on this, for all these things are contrary to the flesh. Your flesh does not like when you are conformed to his image and bearing fruit. But do you want his approval? 
do you desire to glorify him on this earth? See, we need to remember that we may not see immediate rewards for doing well. But he is keeping track of all things. Okay, he's, there are, as I said, there are books written, you know, because Revelation says so. The Word says there are books written. And, uh, you know, what, what we just read in Revelation 14, their works do follow them. Okay, he is keeping track. He is a rewarder according to Hebrews. When the children of Israel were in the wilderness, Moses went out to the tent and talked with the Lord. When he came, when he came out of the tent, his face shone with the glory of the Lord. Now, he couldn't see it, but other people saw it. As, <laughs> as we come up in him, his presence in us becomes noticeable. Now, we never thought about this. I'm going to tell you this little story. Uh, my beloved and I were in Aldi's shopping the other day, and uh, we went back to the uh, the egg. You know, it's a whole big cooler section, but we went to get some eggs. Well, I pulled two eggs out, two cartons of eggs, and there was this older lady coming up toward us and she's coming toward me and she kind of stopped so you know I closed the door and got out of the way because I figured she wanted to get some eggs well so I I opened the carton you know to check the cracked eggs you know and she came up to me and she pointed out the scriptures Uh, scripture was this is the day the door this is the day the Lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it or let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'd never seen that before. She said, look at this scripture here. And she pointed that out. I hadn't. I never looked at the inside of the top of the carton of the eggs. But there was a scripture. Well, now, she was kind of a a timid-looking lady. You know, she wasn't, she, you know, just not a, you know, she just had that appearance, you know, kind, kind of shy. But she came up to us point that out. And we talked about this later. I thought, you know, obviously she's a Christian. What did she see? She had to have seen something in us to make her approach us because, you know, she, like I said, you know, some people are very kind of forward and bold. This lady wasn't that way. She was kind of a meek and timid person. But she came up and pointed that out. And I was glad she did. I thought, hey, that's neat. But what did she see? What did she, you know, and I, I'm not trying to glorify us. You know, it's, it's, you know, we are his workmanship. And that's true. You know, you co- cooperate with him, then he grows in you. And just as when Moses talked with the Lord God out in the tent, all right, and his face shone with the glory of the Lord. All right. He is in us personally. Okay, we're born again. And we receive his spirit. His spirit dwells in us and lives in us and grows in us and breathes in us. All right, he personally is in us. 
And as we grow in him, we exhibit more of his personality and more of him. And it's apparently physically visible because she walked up to us and pointed that out. And, you know, you know the song, uh, you probably heard, maybe you've heard the song, He's Still Working On Me. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. That's about all I know of the song, so not sorry. <laughs> well, he is. He's working on us, growing us, perfecting us, making us more in his image. And as we grow, it it becomes physically visible. I've, I've, I've sometimes I. You know, uh, well, Elder Mariana, she says, I was just walking around the store and people were staring at me. She said, what do they, what do they see? Well, they're seeing him. They're seeing the Lord because they don't see peace. They don't see joy elsewhere. There's a lot of trouble out there in the world. Somebody that has the presence of the Lord, you know, we look different. At least we should. We should be seeking to be conformed to his image. And that we will bear fruit. We will. Just like the grapevine. You know, that grapevine grows. You know, it's nourished. It produces fruit. The Lord desires us to bring forth fruit. And it's study the fruit of the Spirit. That is what he is the main thing looking for. The good works that we do should exhibit the fruit that is growing in our hearts. It it will come forth through our lives. Thank you, Elder Frederick. Well, that was just the beginning of the message on fruitfulness. As we are beginning to see it is the working of the Holy Spirit that produces this fruit in us. We can't. We can't do it on our own. And many times we'll try. I know I've certainly tried in my life, and I know others said I, I try and I just can't. But you see, it says that in Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, before God has ordained that we should walk in these good works. And in Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit is what the, the fruit, the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives. We can't do it. We have to have a relationship with God. So if you don't have that kind of a relationship with God, you're not spending time with Him, reading His Word, studying His Word, and, and just getting praying and just loving on Him and getting to know Him then you're not going to have that fruit. You have to spend time with the Lord. There are so many people who are like, well, I just don't have time. You don't understand. And then they don't, they don't realize you're not given the Holy Spirit time to bring the fruit in your life. And it's important now in 1 Corinthians twelve twenty-seven, as Elder Frederick said, now you're in the body of Christ and members in particular. It's important that we are all members of one body, and there is not one member that is more important. You know, we like titles, but that's the flesh. That's the lust of the flesh. We like to throw our titles, so to speak, or 
What about our reputation? But you know what? The thing of it is, is we are all members of the body of Christ. He is the head. And we need each other. We need each other. And this day that we're in, if ever before, the body of Christ, we members of Christ, we need each other. We need to be uplifting. We need to pray for one another. And as Apostle Mother Reva said tonight, all of them that are attacked by this terrible sickness that's going around, we have, we have it going around here also. And you say, well, you know, they pray, so I don't really have to. I really feel what the Lord would have you to know tonight is you are important. You are important. You do count. Whatever you contribute to the body of Christ, it does count. You may not be doing everything that someone else is doing and thinking, oh, well, I'll just let them do it. Well, that is exactly what the enemy wants you to think because we need one another. If you think about it, if you stub your toe, you know your whole body knows that little toe, that pain has gotten attention. We need one another. And I want the Lord to show you that you think you're not that important, that you have just as much to offer. Well, I can't sing. I can't do this. I can't do that. But you want to know something? You can love. You can love. The love of God is shed abroad in your heart through Christ Jesus. And as we are approaching this day, we'll say, well, I don't see any love in that person. But do you not understand that this is the fruit of the Spirit that God has given us? And he said, many, many shall come in my name, saying, I am he. They shall even do miracles and follow signs and wonders. But ye shall know them, what? By their fruit. Do you realize that we do have the gift of discernment and we do have the Holy Spirit? But the gift that he has given us to be able to discern what is of God and what isn't is ye shall know them by their fruit. So you see the importance of being fruitful and recognizing fruit in others. And we were just so doubly blessed with Elder Frederick shared with you when this little woman that never saw us before, yet she took the time out of her way. She didn't even come to get eggs. She walked up to us and she stood there and waited. And then she said, did you look at that, the inside of that carton? She must have seen something in us. She recognized. You see, we knew that she was a member. We knew that she was our sister in Christ. And we will learn to recognize one another. Now, the important thing is, the Word of God says that if if you have God, you will have love. If you don't have God, you will not have love. And you will find out very quickly when you try to love on your own, it doesn't last that long. So we leave you with this tonight to continue to allow God to work within you to do of his good pleasure. Each one of you have the fruit of the Spirit, and he is working in every single one of us to bring forth this fruit in due season. Don't be impatient because it says due season. We all have due season, and this is our due season. Now, I would encourage you tonight, if you do not know the Lord, if you do not have a relationship, you don't know God, we would encourage you to come on and to ask for prayer. Our precious apostle, Mother Reva, uh, we have a page on Facebook. We would be more than pleased to pray for you if you have a situation. We also will post tonight 
on our Facebook page so that you will be able to go through it again and, and read these scriptures for yourself. Pick up these scriptures and read them and, and allow the Holy Spirit to speak them to your heart. And then we honor and we just glorify God tonight. We thank him for this beautiful message that he's given us that we're allowed to share what's on our heart. And let us love one another, for love is of God. And now we turn it over to our own very loving Mother Reva. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for that word. Thank you so much. I have enjoyed it. And I hope someone else has it. Anyone that would like to say something that's not in the chat room, please, if you would like to, if you're fine right now. Amen, amen. Well, we thank you. And for those of you that are in the chat room, like she said, you can go on to her page, and this message will be on there uh, to copy it. I know I am because it's so hard to keep up and write down the scriptures. So we thank God for that. The Marlish is beautiful. What a beautiful lesson. Beautiful, beautiful. And God bless you. Heaven smile on you. We're going to get it so that people in the chat room will pray to God so that you can have more of a communication. But they say they love you and they really enjoy your teaching. Thank you so much. God is good. We're going to allow Elder, if you would like to close us out. Father, we thank you for your love. Lord, you're so good. Yes, Lord, Lord, not all these people that were sick, we ask, Lord, for healing. Lord, by your stripes, we are healed. We lay your stripes upon these people with the, the various flu and respiratory ailments. Lord, you know all these things. We ask for your healing for them now. Lord, you said whatsoever two or more shall agree on touching anything they ask, it will so be done to them, my Father who is in heaven. So, Father, we thank you for healing these people now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, thank you for this time together that we have on the line in you, in your Son, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We praise you. Lord, we adore you. Lord, yes, your blessing upon the rest of this evening. And, Lord, your blessing upon this word that it may continue to feed our hearts and draw us closer to you. And may we be more conformed to your image, Lord, upon you and be like you, to be lightened and to glorify you in this earth. Lord, we pray in Jesus. Amen. 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 God, God bless you. Ministry. We are so blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody have a good night. Sammy, would you like to add something? Yes, I'm sorry. I have so much noise in my background. But Lorenzo uh-huh. and I have enjoyed it tonight. It was beautiful. I loved every word of it. And you guys make me so happy in my heart because... Just to hear you guys, you put everything into your ministry, everything. You can just fill it. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the time you study just to give us that word. It is totally appreciated. Um, so we love you guys so much. We love you. We love you, we love too. you too. We love you, too. And we bless the ones in the chat room, and we continue yes. to pray. 
and lift you up, those that are suffering and, and sick. We will continue to pray. We are all members of one body. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Love you much. Hello. <laughs> God bless. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.